Halloween has come and gone, but the nightmare remains for Jose. Kone treble leads to Sunderland trouble. Heart failure for City, but Yaya saves Joe's blushes. And don't call it a comeback. Leicester come from behind to take three points at the Hawthorns. I'm Dubs. I'm a very sad Peterson. <laughs> and this is the side Eddie. back after another amazing round of Premier League. Amazing if you are not a Chelsea supporter. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> um, really depressing stuff. But um, straight into the question of the week. Um, Remy Gard, new Aston Villa manager, has instructed his new team that they are all to learn English <laughs> and speak English in the locker room. Um, that's been his first order since he has arrived midweek. Um, and it got, got me thinking... Well, first of all, it reminded me of Carlos Tevez, who was famous for being in English football for so long, never bothered to learn English, <laughs> yeah. could barely speak it and could barely understand it. Yeah. And he was in, how long was he in England for? Like, oh, he was at, how many years was he at Manchester United for? Quite a few years. Yeah, and, you know, he was at City for a few after that. He was at West Ham before that as well. Yeah. Just never bothered to, to learn. You think he'd pick something up? Well, I always assume that if I ever heard Tevez talk, he would remind me of Con the Fruiterer. <laughs> Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine if he talks, that's what he would sound like. Gransa, Gransa, Gransa. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, thinking about the, uh, the question of the week, um, if you were to take over as a manager at a football club, what would be the first thing you'd, you'd bring into the, the dressing room? What was the first thing you'd implement? Uh, there's only one thing that would be a must for me. What's and that, that is a normal bloody hairstyle. A normal <laughs> <laughs> It's been your big sticking point in yeah. the, like, all this time we've been doing the podcast. Yeah. What what would it be? Just like short back and sides? Yeah, pretty much. Just <laughs> a consistent hairstyle. Consistent hairstyle. It's, it's mainly what I want. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, the Simpsons when uh, they're, they're talking about like the old footballers from the, the 70s. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a haircut you can set your watch to. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like it. Uh, I, I can imagine, yeah, like, um, all, all your team just running out, like, just, you know, hair parted to the side, just just nothing nothing elaborate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I quite like that. You definitely wouldn't have Mario Balotelli in your side. No. No. Unless he was decapitated. Yeah, <laughs> true. But it, my entire squad would just be, like, James Wilson lookalikes. Because <laughs> he's got the old school English hair, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what about, uh, talking about... Would you go with, um, oh, I'm trying to think, what's his name? Is it um, Bobby Charlton? How he's yeah. got like the, the, co- the, the really over. bad comb yeah. over. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've seen matches of his. and When he's, he's playing. Yeah, he's yeah, and he had always it had it. <laughs> it's like he was like bored with a permanent comb over. I, I remember seeing him take a corner and it was really windy. <laughs> <laughs> and the comb over kept going off onto the side and he kept pushing it back. <laughs> it kept coming off his head again. It was so funny. The, the four strands of hair he has just flapping. Yeah. Head. <laughs> like a windsail. I well, like I like that. What would you what would what would rule would you have? Okay, well I like to like pick up the mood in the, in the dressing room. So I would implement a weekly show and tell session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you know just sometimes players need to get their mind off football in English. 
In English, yep. of course. Uh, I, they could do it in German or Italian. I, <laughs> I would just nod along. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just lift the mood after, you know, a weekend. You know, you've played, you come back into training the first day. Yep. Everyone just sit around the room, bring in something that you want to talk about. Feel like, you know, one of your players comes in and go, oh, this is my $400,000 Lamborghini. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, that's really nice. <laughs> What colour is it? <laughs> it's funny though, I remember when I was a kid and having Sean Tally, and you look so, like, you so look forward exactly. to bringing something in. To That's what I mean, it, like, it, it, it creates like a talking point. In, yeah. And like, everyone's like, oh, Sean tells this way, oh, I've got to make sure I bring in something. And, yeah. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. I think it's a very good idea. It <laughs> could catch, imagine if Jose uses this technique to just pick up the mood in the dressing room. <laughs> we should implement this into our futsal team. Maybe maybe we should a, a, a show and tell for the expandables FC. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like it, but um, anyway, let, let's um, cut straight to it. The the first game Saturday night. I was so excited all day. Chelsea Liverpool, massive game. Yep. So much on the line, and like nearly every single game this season, yeah. it just like a deck of cards. It just crumbled underneath. What's going on? What is it going on? <laughs> My God, they're, they're playing so bad at the moment. Um, well, it was a bit of a worry when the, the team was announced, like, you know, they announced the teams an hour before, um, no Matic, no Fabregas, which was, um, another big whack from Jose for his, um, for his team. But, um, as far as Liverpool went, they were going with, uh, Firmino on the pitch. So you thought, well, it's because Liverpool are ravaged by injury at the moment. It probably worked in Chelsea's favor at home. And they scored so early. Like, fourth minute, Ramirez scored a bullet header, yeah. which capped off a great week for him because um, he signed a, a new, I think, three- or four-year deal yeah. during the week. So um, I suppose in this doom and gloom, at least there's some players who want to stay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, early goal, crowd's up for it. And then pretty much from there, you could just see the momentum turn for Liverpool. Yeah. They started getting on the ball more. Create, they were creating quite a lot of chances. And... As any Chelsea game goes, always controversial. Um, heading to injury time in the first half, uh, assistant referee puts up two minutes of extra time. Yep. Two minutes go by, nothing major happens in those two minutes, no delays. It's pretty much free flowing the whole time. Ball's in the halfway line, everyone's waiting for the ref to blow the whistle. Yep. And Liverpool go forward, Coutinho scores in the 48th minute. Yeah. And it was a bit ironic because. Jose does this thing where he's almost like halfway down the tunnel yeah. before the ref yeah. plays it. You might have noticed it a few times. <laughs> and he was standing there in in the corridor and the manager was saying, you know, oh, last season Jose would be in the rooms by now. But you just get the feeling, you know, the way Chelsea's going, he's yeah. just a bit nervous. And as he was saying it, Coutinho bloody scored the goal. <laughs> uh, so you could, and then Jose walked straight down the yeah. tunnel. So it was just a real bad Bad way to finish that first half. Because last season, Jose was down the tunnel five minutes from the end because you sealed the win anyway. Yeah, well, he was doing this thing, you know, five minutes before the end of the game, like shaking the hands of yeah. uh, opposition managers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you sort of do that, I think you sort of got to take it when it's not going your way as well. That's all good doing that when you're winning all the time. Yeah. But then you've got to show, you know, a bit bit of respect when, when you're losing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but and then you know, second half, in in the first half actually, there was a lot of fouls being committed, a lot by um, uh, Lucas, 
Lucas Leira and uh, what's his name, Emre Chan. Yeah. And both had been warned in numerous times. Like you know, sometimes it's at the discretion of the referee. Um, Lucas had committed four fouls before he was given his first yellow card. Yeah. And then in the second half, um, Chelsea had a counter attack, and Lucas purposely tripped up Oscar on his <laughs> way through and everyone is screaming for a red card especially like, Costa <laughs> <laughs> everyone, yeah, yeah. It's especially Costa and yeah. even more so was that Obi Mikel was like screaming for red because he had just copped a yellow card minutes before that and that was his first foul of the whole game Yeah, and so he was going to the ref saying you gave me one for one foul yeah. and you could see the players going look he's done it three, four, five and even the commentators were saying he has to go. Yeah. Um, it was a blatant trip. And how... <laughs> how um, I think it was Clattenburg. How he let Lucas stay on the field. Yeah. And you just got the feeling from that moment, it like that that was just weighing on the Chelsea players' minds. Yeah. The Chelsea bench were going absolutely cocoa bananas. Like, yeah, Jose was just... He couldn't believe... He was doing that hysterical laugh. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. crazy man laugh. Like, oh, my God. Like, it's going so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, just... It just went to crap right yeah. from there. And, yeah, um, from there, just really, really bad defending. Um, two goals that Liverpool got. Um, John Terry, Gary Cahill were basically statues yeah Benteke for his third goal pretty much had time to go put on the kettle <laughs> and he, he had so much time in the penalty box and yeah. last season you would never never have seen that with um, those guys in in um, centre defence yeah but for some reason this season they you know Benteke had got the ball went for a run stopped weighed up his choice <laughs> yeah took a shot and it was just really bad play well Jose has previously copped a fine, or Chelsea have copped a fine for yeah. no one giving an after-match interview. How did that go this week? <laughs> um, I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Quite unquote. Quite unquote. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, well, Jose came out and, and, yeah, pretty much, he did the interview, so he wouldn't yeah. get fined, yeah. but did not give a single answer. And the, the interviewer was like, well, what did you make of, you know, the Lucas foul? And he's like... I have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> By not saying anything, he said everything yeah. that he wanted to yeah. say with that. Um, <laughs> so he avoided the fine yeah, because he did the interview. But um, after the game, the decision was made to give him a one-match stadium ban after his actions at West Ham, yeah. um, where you know he famously went into the referee's locker room at halftime, didn't come back out. Um and in the past month, you know he has been fined ninety thousand dollars. I was just about to in ask. In October, do they personally get fined as well? And yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's just in in October alone. Yeah, ninety thousand dollars. Yep. I think he's been fined from two games. That's a week's for wage gone. Improper conduct, <laughs> or that's probably five minutes wage. Yeah, for, for something like that. But um, yeah, reports now Jose has two two games to save his job. Yep. Um, interesting though that uh, apparently Monaco, the big. Uh, money rolling team in in France tried to buy Jose's contract out this week. Oh, really? Yeah, for thirty five million, and Roman said no. Nah. Okay. So, make of that what you will. Is is Abramovich the decision maker? It would literally come down to him in yeah. the end. Yeah. Um, but we're 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 seeing you know they're still sticking with Jose. Yeah. But you almost think there has to be a breaking point. Yeah. Um, well, I did hear a stat that. Jose hasn't managed a, a team 
for more than three years, and the last three year stint was Chelsea. Uh, is that true? Uh, I don't know. I think he was at Madrid for three years. Yeah. So yeah. not more than three years. It's yeah, not more than three years. Yeah. Because in his first stint at Chelsea, he left very early in the fourth year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... Um, but he's had more losses this season than he... Um, well, home losses yeah. this season. He's had more than he had almost in the last 10 years. Yeah. Because Jose built his teams around home football. You don't lose. Yeah. Um, at very worst, you get a draw. <laughs> yeah. But you never you never give up three points to opposition at home. Do Chelsea seem to be trying to fix their problems? It's, it's hard. It's hard. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're working very hard. Yeah. Um, you know, the players are saying the right things. But then during that game... Hazard put, probably put in his worst performance in a blue shirt. Like yeah. He was yeah. he was dragged at after like sixty minutes. Yeah, and you go to last season. If Chelsea needed a match winner, it was Hazard. Yeah, <laughs> he was Player of the Year for a reason, and he just he was he was missing. I grabbed my milk carton at halftime to make a cup of tea, and Hazard was on the side of my milk carton. Yeah, because <laughs> he's just been missing that bad. And well, speaking of milk cartons. Where's Pedro? Pedro Pedro was injured at the moment. Okay. Yeah, so... I, I haven't even heard his name lately. It's because it's like... he's been battling injury. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chelsea play in the wee hours of tomorrow in the Champions League against yep. Dynamo Kiev. Yep. And I sort of get the feeling if they lose that, it's going to be very hard for them to qualify for the knockout round of the Champions League. Yep. That might be then when Roman says... Thank you. Yep, enough, enough. <laughs> Thank you for your service. But the the clutch game this weekend, well, you know, let's turn our attention to the league. That's what we talk about. Yep. Um, he's gonna he's got a stadium ban, so he can't even be at the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, which he's gonna have to Skype the game. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's such a, a match that has so much importance to both him and the club. Yeah. He's not gonna be there. Yeah. Um, you don't know what type of effect that's gonna have. Yeah. Um, I just find it so strange that. Jose can come in, almost win the league. Yeah. Then the next season, win the league, and then just drop. Well, I don't like. Sure, you didn't get very many, if any, preseason matches. Yeah. But. But they were poor in preseason as well. Yeah. This this basically all comes down to their preparation. Yeah. The preseason was they started late in preseason, and then they went straight on their big world tour where they play big teams. Yeah. You don't learn anything from that. It's yeah. basically you just fill your pockets with money. Yeah. Um, so preparation was poor, um, players weren't hundred percent fit yep. and then they come into, then the season roll, the season rolls around so quickly yeah. now, you, you can't go into the new season at not a hundred percent. Yeah. Last season they did. Last season they put, they got their transfers done while the world cup was on. Yeah. Um, Jose knew exactly what he was doing. You know, they bought in Costa, Fabregas, um, F- Felipe Luiz, they signed them all while the World Cup was on. Yeah. Came in pre-season, just they worked really hard, did their games, and then once the season rolled around, they were 100% spot on. Yeah. And it's just, it's so disappointing because since Jose has come back, that first season, he sort of started overturning that team because there was a lot of older players in the side. Yeah. Um, so he started sort of transforming that team, making it a, a little bit younger. Yeah. And then last season they won the league, so it was you know natural development. Yeah. And then from there they should have been sustaining that and really pushing on in Europe. Yeah. And almost the damage they're doing at the moment is almost putting <laughs> them two years further back. Yeah. Because we've seen with United, you can't have 
a really bad season and just automatically jump back up. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Because no. other teams ca- other teams jump ahead of you and other teams will catch up. Yeah. And especially if you're not playing Champions League football, yeah. you suddenly don't have that massive carrot to dangle in front of big players yeah. to come to your club. Yeah. So they... I mean, we're only at match week 11, but that said, we're, we're already well past a quarter of the season. Yeah. You know, they've got to turn it around. Because <laughs> my thinking was... When United had their slump, yep. kind of had, slash, yep. getting better, <laughs> um, I, I was thinking, surely there are players that want to come in and help regain the status that we had. Yep. And, like, we got Matter yep. um, because he kept getting dropped from Chelsea and yeah. he ended up coming to us. So yep. I was really happy about that. Um, but I thought there'd be more players like that that would go, okay, I can see... This world, you know, they're a massive club. Yeah, exactly right. Well, we saw Di Maria moved from Real Madrid. Yeah, basically won then he won then the Champions League. He was the best player at that Champions League final. Yeah, and then basically moved straight to United for more game time, and to get robbed, and to get robbed, (laughs) and complain about the weather and the food. Anyway, (laughs) but at least you think surely there are still players that you know see Chelsea at the moment and go, you know, I can help them. Yeah, and show interest in the club but well i mean this i mean it comes back down to you know yeah like i mentioned before their preparation their dealings in the transfer market were really bad yep. um they were trying very hard to get paul pogba yep from juventus and we're almost leaving it down to you know transfer deadline day yeah. to do it um damn fax machines yeah <laughs> like if you want to get a big player like that you got to do it early yeah um and we let him go yeah you let him, stupid the stupid. one that'll come back to buy yeah <laughs> Uh, so that's the thing, like if especially if you don't have Champions League football and you want to attract big players, you got to pay even higher yeah. <laughs> to get those players. Yeah, and th- even the lower cost players are still getting higher and higher. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, it, it's it just just when you think it can't get any worse, it, it does every yeah. week, and it's I don't care what they're saying, it's a full blown crisis now. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a club this big that have been so dominant and successful over the last decade, having a run like this, yeah. like their confidence is just shot. Yeah. And unless they arrest that right now and go on a, a pretty good run, yeah. it, it's going to be really tough for them because yeah. there's no easy games in the Premier League. Yeah. You can't say, oh, yeah, you know, we saw last season Manchester City, they played Burnley at, you know, at um, the Etihad Stadium and Burnley ended up beating them. Yeah. There's no guarantees in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, title race, no <laughs> chance. Yeah. No, it would take an absolute miracle. It's almost a, a relegation yeah. saving that you need. <laughs> but, you know, the top, top four, it's very unlikely, but there's still a chance. Yeah. If they go on a run, top four, all those teams are going to be taking points off each other. Yeah. But you need to do it now. Yeah. Yeah, you can't wait till Christmas time because by then it's too late. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's enough about... Me whinging and crying. And whinging <laughs> let's at, let's pick ourselves chest. up. We got to pick ourselves up. Um, the cleverly award. <laughs> did you did you see anything this weekend? Um, I didn't see a lot of the matches, so there's nothing that stood out to me. But what about you? Yeah, well, I, so I normally were, rely on you. Yeah, <laughs> Peter Peterson's cleverly yeah. award. <laughs> Brought to you by the clan folks. At <laughs> um, well, something that I thought was very comical in the. Uh, I actually missed it. 
when it was on live, so I actually saw this online. But during the Tottenham Aston Villa game, um, there was a I think it was for Deli Alley's goal um, that he scored, and at the time Mike Dean, the referee, um, you know the the players were appealing for um, a penalty, yeah. but Mike Dean is waving play on with his arms out wide as as Deli Alley scores. So all the players are celebrating, and Mike Dean's still running around, <laughs> like almost like making a giant turning circle. <laughs> Uh, with his arms out wide, and it looks like he's actually celebrating oh, because yeah. then, then he's pointing to the centre field while he's running back, <laughs> all in the frame with all the players celebrating at the time. So it's this weird thing where he's sort of like ghosting in and just like <laughs> with his arms out wide running around and then pointing to the centre circle where it looks like he's a Tottenham fan running with his arms out. <laughs> it's actually quite hilarious. So I might uh, shoot that out of the Twitter. <laughs> Uh, for our listeners to, to have a look at because it's it's quite comical. You, yeah. It's one of those vibes you you just watch over yeah. and over and you just keep laughing every time. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mike Dean had got the, the Cleverly Award for me because yeah. I thought that was quite comical. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike <laughs> Dean. <laughs> well, now on to our next regular segment. Yep. Fantasy football. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting week. I'm... I'm doing great, <laughs> but I'm still a fifth. I, I honestly do not get it. You're in the Europa League spot of our fantasy <laughs> league. <laughs> I think I am. You're, you're the Tottenham Hotspur of our fantasy league. 76 points. That's, 76. That's, that's high. That is, 76 points is really good. But, <laughs> yeah, you, but you know what's better than 76 points? <laughs> 78 78 points. points. <laughs> that's what I got this week. So. Um, but it, I... Um, it, it didn't go super well for me this week, even though I got 78. Um, I made a transfer. I bought in um, Sacco, the yep. West Ham striker. I sort of thought, ooh, West Ham against Watford. West Ham are playing really good football, away day specialist. Yep. Um, Sacco didn't, was injured, so he didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I burnt a trade. I, yep. I, I finally got rid of um, Badafimi Gomez from uh, yep. Swansea up. I, for some reason, I've stuck with him for so long. Yeah, bang out the side. He it's went. a celebration. It's like, yeah. you want to see it. I know. I want to see it. I want to. <laughs> I want to get joy in the um, the zombie vine celebration. Yeah. So yeah, Sacco in, but Sacco didn't play. But I got saved because I had dropped Damian. Ah, yeah. Man He's United defender. Yeah, onto back onto my bench. Yeah. Um, I kept. Uh, I put Sebastian. Oh, not Sebastian. Um, the Cedric, the Southampton defender. Yep. Brought him into my starting because I always play with three back um, defenders. Yeah. Um, but then when Saka didn't play, Damian automatically went back to my side. So I got, I think oh, okay. it was five or s- five points for Damian because yeah. I think he copped a yellow card, as yeah. he always seems to do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, ha- I had a really good week. Uh, Vardy is captain. Yep. Who scored again. <laughs> yep. Uh, who That's else? now a record, isn't it? He's equaled Van Nistelrooy's record. Okay, yep. Um, I also, I had um, Ingalo, the West Ham, not West Ham, the Watford striker, yep. who scored a double. Yep. Um, Mares was in my midfield, he got a double. Yep. And Same then, with me. Yeah. Um, trying to think, Hazard did nothing. <laughs> Sanchez pretty much did nothing, just yeah. kept a clean sheet, no assists. Yeah. Actually, since I bought in Sanchez, he has done nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just leave him there. That's yeah. a, I'm happy with that. And I think Kevin De Bruyne had an assist, that was about it. So, yeah. Uh, and yeah, but a, quite a few clean sheets. And my goalkeeper, Butland from Stoke, who had the game of his career, yeah. um, 11 points for a goalkeeper. Nice. So yeah, a, a pretty handy weekend, I think. What about you? Where, where did most of your points come from? Um, most of my points 
this week came from Mares. Yeah, I saw Giroud scored. I thought of you Bye. straight away. Yep. Because you told the listeners last week that you made your transfer yep. back on Tuesday. Because <laughs> he's he's well, he was the super sub yep. of, of the year. Yep. And now he's kind of starting again. Yeah. Uh, did yeah. he start this week? He certainly did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I, this is what I'm thinking is that I'm actually doing well this season without. Like, I did use my wild card pretty early, but that was kind of rectifying. And your triple captain. Yeah, my triple captain. Well, and I'm all on my first. own now, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm doing super well. Yeah. I'm still bloody in fifth. I do not get it. <laughs> well, um, I, I've, still got, I've still got all my extra extra stuff to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm just keeping them in the back yeah. for when I need them. Just, I'm gonna, it's like Super Mario. When I need to <laughs> hit one of those uh, mystery boxes, yep. and hopefully I get a turbo boost and just <laughs> go past everyone and, and steal it at the line. Well, the only one that didn't get any points really for me this week was Fabianski. He got one point. Because Fabianski had a stinker. <laughs> um, conceded three goals and was um, solely responsible for um, the second goal that Arsenal scored. Well, there you go. Yeah, which uh, I, I will touch on later. But I, I was thinking, in fantasy, have you ever had a transfer... That's just completely not worked for you. Pretty much every week. <laughs> Your last four oh, years of fantasy. Yeah, number. pretty much. Um, not one that I can... Off the top of your head. No, yeah, not off the top of my head, but the only thing that does happen is I transfer out someone and then they have a good week yeah, next week. I'm like, it's oh, bound man. to happen. Yeah. I did that I did that with Aguero. I took him out and then almost the next week he got the five goals. Yeah. So um, damned if you do, damned <laughs> if you don't sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'm... I'm I'm making the decision right here, right now. Eden Hazard is coming out of my fantasy team. Yep. You hit it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah, just he's not making any impact at all. And yeah. he's such a, a high-cost player in the fantasy game. Yeah. I think he's still over like 10 million. And yeah. his price is dropping. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's time to, to cut the cord with Hazard. Yeah. The, uh, the bromance is over between me and Eden. Um, I think this is going to really hurt his confidence. Yeah, and um, he does listen to the show. So. He, uh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> uh, so who knows? It may be the turning point, though. It may. This may. <laughs> You're probably right. This may be the moment Hazard looks in the mirror and says, "I've just been going all about it wrong." Yeah. I've been letting down Pete. Yeah. I've well, been letting said, down the Chelsea team. We said last week when we were talking about taking Hazard out that. As soon as you do, he will score. Oh, absolutely. And I'll be happy. Yeah. I will actually be happy. Is he the only Chelsea player at the moment you've got? I think so. Um, I think when the season started in my first team, I think I had I had Ivanovic defence, Hazard, midfield, Costa, striker. And then yeah. as, that se- as the season's gone, one's out, one's out, another yeah. out. And, you know, they're sitting 15th on the table. Yeah. You shouldn't have those type of players in your side. Yeah. Unless they're, you know, making big contributions yeah um so anyway yeah that, that's over so dawn of a new era for my fantasy team yep hazardless <laughs> well uh now to the top fantasy points player guy yes our man cisco cisco uh <laughs> <Aruna> Kone. <laughs> he does look like cisco when he has at least the, his the hairdo legs. is consistent i'll give him that true uh absolute blinder for everton um he got a massive twenty points this week. Yeah, uh, which massive for Aruna Kone because he's been he's a bit maligned by the Everton fans. Yeah, um, they're not fully sold on Kone, but he has put in some really good performances yeah. this season. Well, aside from his hairdo, 
he actually does stand out in that team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, he got the twenty points. He got he played ninety minutes, so he yep. got the two points, um, three goals. He got the hat trick, yep. so twelve points. He even he had the first assist. Yep. And he got the um, bonus points. So had they kept a clean sheet, he'd be looking at twenty four points. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how that compared with Benteke? Uh, ben this week. Yeah. Well, Benteke would have only got uh, one point for um, coming on. Because Benteke didn't start, he came ah, okay. on. He yeah. came on late, so he would have only got sense. Yep. Uh, one point. He would have got uh, four points for the goal. Yep. So there's five, and I think Benteke got one bonus point. Okay. So not too bad considering he only played. Yeah. You know, thirty minutes max football. Yep. Um, to to get a bonus point, a goal. Yeah. Um, pretty good for him. Well, surely this will see him start next week. Oh, I I think he's maybe his fitness isn't at a hundred percent yet, yeah. but. The last two weeks, he's come off the bench and just made a massive impact for Liverpool. Yeah. So it's surely a matter of time. But I think someone must have taken him out of their side. Yeah. <laughs> someone out there. Maybe Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, we are talking about Arena Kone. And yeah, Everton, massive 6-2 win um, over the weekend against Sunderland, which was an absolute goal fest. Yeah. <laughs> um, who would have saw that coming with, um, with Sunderland? Yeah, Rooney Kone hat trick, massive game. But um, Everton going with a very attacking lineup. So they had um, um, how do you say his name? Gerard Delefeu. <laughs> they had a Rooney Kone. They had a Lukaku. Um, what's his name? Um, burr, 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 burr. Starts with B. Uh, I've gone absolutely blank. Who was Barkley? Barkley. Barkley. And um, the um, Scott Scottish boy who got a hat trick against Chelsea. Anyway. I can't remember his name. I can't absolutely blank on the one. But yeah, they, they played a very attacking game. But Sunderland went at Everton right from the start. They hit the post twice. Yeah. But then, you know, just their shoulders dropped. Everton got that first goal. And then it was a bit of a seesawing game. Everton scored right on the... Uh, Everton, sorry. Sunderland scored right on the stroke of half time. Yeah. And then came out of the tunnel at half time. Big Sam's come out of the tunnel. He's got a cup of tea. <laughs> Coming out of the tunnel with a cup of tea, just thinking, I'm back in the league. Yeah. I know what I'm doing, putting his feet up. And, yeah, Fletcher scores two all suddenly. So, pressure's back on. Yeah. Um, momentum totally shifting with Sunderland. And then from there, it was just um, Everton working their way through. Kone getting goals. Um, Link-up play with Lukaku was just fantastic. Um, yeah, Delafeu getting a, getting a goal himself. Yep. Um, but yeah, just the connection Lukaku and Kone have is fantastic. They're almost involved in all of each other's goals. Yeah. And the best one was um, for Kone's hat trick, Lukaku whipped in the cross from outside the box with the outside of his left foot that curls inwards. It's yeah. it's fantastic. A fantastic bit of skill. So anyone who says that footballers or anyone can kick a ball, yeah. no one can kick a ball like that. <laughs> yeah. um, to get the curve on that swing back inwards yeah. when you're kicking it with the outside of his foot, that's that's absolutely yeah. unbelievable technique. Yeah. Um, so just an absolutely unreal, um, entertaining game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Everton back in winning ways, which they needed because it hasn't been too good for Everton of late. Yep. Sunderland, a uh, bit of a reality check after Big Sam got that win last week in the derby. Man City, they had their work cut out for them, but they did clinch it. Yeah. Um, 2-1 against Norwich. A um, bit of a hard game for, for Manchester, actually, in the end. Um, 
real grinding performance because um, Norwich really took it up to him. Um, yeah, Otamendi, the Manchester City defender, getting his first goal for the club. Yep. The, well, I think it works out to be 70 million Australian dollars Yeah, <laughs> they paid for him. Um, just a goal from the set piece, towering header. But it was one of those corners that didn't have a lot of power in the cross. And then Joe Hart dropping the ball on the goal line. Um, then for, I, I can't remember, I think it was Cameron Jerome, tapped the ball away, but massive fumble from, yeah. from Joe Hart. Just, That's a strange one too. Yeah, real, like a regulation catch <laughs> and then just, just fumbled it over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from then right at the, towards the end of the game, Russell Martin, handball to, to stop, stop a goal. So Yaya was able to convert the penalty, yeah. save Joe Hart's blushes. Um, <laughs> but then City won another penalty in injury time, but Kolarov put his penalty shot wide, oh. which a uh, friend of the podcast, Rush, would have been spewing about because <laughs> she had Kolarov in, in, yeah. um, in her side. So, yeah, he, he got zero points. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was a, a bit of a scare for, for City. So then we, we had Swansea Arsenal um, at Swansea in Wales. A um, bit of a bogey team for Arsenal of the last few seasons. Swansea always seem to take points off Arsenal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, three win away for Arsenal. Massive result. We touched on before during the fantasy segment. Giroud getting the goal. Yep. Um, Koscielny again getting another goal, I think. Back-to-back yep. back now, two weeks. Uh, but, yeah, he got his goal. Fabianski, a similar situation, a regulation catch. Yeah. Sort of was looking for the foul. And then the ball fell to Koscielny. He turned around, put the ball away. Yeah. Um, really silly from Fabianski. Just really just had to punch it away. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then towards the end, Joel Campbell, who was making his debut for Arsenal, the I think it's Costa Rican. Yeah, Costa Rican. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, scoring on his debut at the end of the game. But nice. um, yeah, nice three win, uh, three goal win away for Arsenal. Well, it was good to have Jou in and. Not have a bad game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, but uh, that takes us to Crystal Palace, Manchester United. <sighs> the drought. The drought continued. That's two weeks for us, nil-nil. Yeah. That's well, a lot of time without a goal. If it makes you feel any better, I would kill to have a clean shot <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> well, the City match um, I was happy with because obviously it wasn't the 6-1 or yeah. we didn't lose badly. And you which, stopped them winning. Yeah, exactly right. So... Um, yeah, I wasn't too too bad with that, but I thought we'd actually win against Crystal Palace. Um, but yeah, it's a stalemate. But I think it's this stupid possession football we're playing, and he's playing Martial out on the left and putting Rooney up front yeah. again, which is not what I would do. But you, like, you have to play Rooney because he's your captain. Yeah, he's getting three hundred thousand pounds exactly a, a week. Um, you can't not play him. Um, but I was just saying to a uh, friend of the podcast, Fernie and Nelson, that if Jose were in charge of United, he would drop Rooney, no Probably matter would. how much he would be getting paid. Yeah, he's not afraid to make the, um, the hard decisions. But th- the thing with me is I think that the attacking football that I think we should be playing doesn't fit with what... Van Gaal's doing. Yeah. So I think that's why he moved um, Martial out to the left, which is where Depe should be playing, not yeah. not Martial. But yeah, I could go all night on what United should and shouldn't be doing, but, you know, that's my job as a fan. <laughs> from, from what I saw, though, I thought 
Crystal Palace probably had the better of the chances. Yeah. Uh, they hit the woodwork, I think, two times or, or once, but Kabai had a really good chance to, to sort of put home a, a good cross. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Balassi seemed to cause a lot of troubles out wide. Yeah. Um, so, nil all, yeah, you didn't concede, but... Didn't score either. Yeah, didn't score either, so... Well, that helps Leicester go up to, I think, third now on the, yeah. on the ladder. Yeah, it's pretty tight, that sort of that mm. top six seven teams i mean yeah. it's still early days so, yeah um but yeah I, I probably you know if um palace had been told oh look you'll take a point against united you'd, they'd probably take it yeah yeah <laughs> at the start of the season um yeah from from there um leicester city 3-2 win coming from behind again against yeah. west bromwich Albion. they seem to come from behind every it's week, the halftime talk. They have, to, they have to, they have to make a comeback every weekend. But um, yeah, Vardy netting in his eighth consecutive game. Yeah, um, matching Rude Van Nistelrooy and um, Danny Sturridge's um, tally. So he seems to just be setting records alight at the moment. Yeah, and I noticed when he got his goal, he was giving it to all the West Brom supporters. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think they were trying to jump the fence to, to, oh, really? to lynch him. Um, he was doing the old, you know, cut behind the ears, yeah. running along the, the sidelines. Which someone, I'm, I'm pretty sure someone got fined or carded for putting a hand behind the ear. Uh, it's was it Shadley? It, I think it was Nasser Shadley. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was Shadley. Uh, but yeah, they, you know, yeah, Rondon got another header goal for West Brom like he did last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Mahrez up the double, but... A little bit iffy because Mara's second goal clearly offside. Okay. So yeah, that wouldn't have helped Tony Pulis. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were also denied a clear cut penalty where um, Darren Fletcher in the box controlled the ball like the ball was coming in from overhead. So he controlled it on his chest, and yep. then as he's about to ring the ball down, the um, the Leicester player just pretty much just steamrolled him, just knocked him over. <laughs> yeah. And, and Fletcher's done, similar to Michael Ballack years ago, the Champions League just started chasing after the refs screaming <laughs> at him, saying, that where's the penalty? Yeah. Where's, and, and it was. It was a, it was probably one of the most clear-cut penalties. Yeah. So that was the big talk, talking point post-match yeah. um, for, for Tony Pulis. But, um, yeah, and La- Ricky Lambert getting a consolation goal. Um, yeah, Watford, two-goal win, two goal win over West Ham. Would the real West Ham United please stand up? <laughs> They're like Jekyll and Hyde at the moment. Yeah. Um, and they have been away day kings, but yeah, losing here to, to Watford. So Yeah. And, and this season they've they've dropped points to they've dropped maximum points to Watford and maximum points to Bournemouth. Yeah. Yet they've beaten the big teams. So if they need to do the business against yeah. the lower teams as well, like It's almost gotta, like if there's no challenge, they don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, like they've got to sort of mentally prepare themselves that oh it's not going to be just because you beat the big teams it's not going to be a walk in the park yeah um so they'll you know at the end of the season you know their form may dip they may finish mid-table but they might look back at those type of games and go well we should have turned up for those games yeah the games we expect to win it'd be a big if we did this we play these people you know um but yeah in galo the Watford striker with a double, and he has been involved in Watford's last nine goals. So yeah. he's either scored or assisted in their last nine goals. Yeah, um, yeah, amazing performance for him. He seems to be one of the best strikers going around in this calendar year, um, if you include his championship form. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a, a late red card for West Ham. I think it was Collins pretty much tried to break <laughs> Ingalo in half just with a really <laughs> late tackle. Yeah. Uh, really silly, and we've seen from West Ham this season they have a bit of ill discipline 
in them. Well, early on in the season, they'll get red cards every game. Yeah. Um, win, lose, or draw. And yeah, it's you know another red card, another player suspended, and it was a straight red. So he's yeah. out for three games, which is really silly. Um, Newcastle Stoke, nil all. Pretty much a battle of the goalkeepers here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Butland, we, I talked about in the fa- in the fantasy part of the yep. show. Game of his life. Abs. Best goalkeeping game performance yep. of the game. Um, he was the big talking point post game. Both managers were talking about. Yeah. Uh, especially Steve McLaren, even though he was on the opposite side, <laughs> <laughs> just pretty much talked about how good Butland was. And yeah, a lot of close range saves, real quick instinct stuff. A lot of stuff that David De Gea we see make week in, week out. Yeah. But he seemed to make like a ton of them this game. Yeah. I think he, he stopped like 11 shots or something oh, ridiculous like that. Jesus. And he was everywhere. He was getting him every corner of the goal. So yeah. um, for me, he has been the goalkeeper of the season. Yeah. He should be in, I, I think come Euros, he will be England's number one. And I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps this form up. If Man United let De Gea go, to Real Madrid, as we expect, will probably happen eventually. Yeah, he's going to go to a big club. Yeah, and it, you know, he's almost like for like for De Gea. Yeah, he's a real instinct type um, save save maker. Yeah. Well, I think previously when the well the deal we thought was happening with De Gea and uh, yeah. Madrid, I think we were looking at. Hugo Lloris. Yeah, um, yeah. Who's another top quality keeper. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's all open now. <laughs> yeah, the benefit with Buckland is he's so young. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, he has been around to a lot of clubs in his brief career so far just to get game time at different clubs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just he has that number one shirt, his own at Stoke at the moment. Um, so yeah, fantastic performance from him. Um, and then... Uh, we saw Southampton a 2-0 win against Bournemouth. Yep. Um, Pele with a goal, um, Davis with a goal. But the highlight for me was um, Pele. When he scored, he was in the, the World Cup, um, the Rugby League, Rugby League, sorry, Rugby Union World Cup was on Saturday night. <laughs> There's no difference to me, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's all egg ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, New Zealand won the World Cup. They, okay. You know, before they... they the New Zealand rugby they team play. The they do the haka. Yeah. Pele scored. He ran over to the bench and with one of the traders like started doing the haka. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was, it was sort of like a really bad macarena. Yeah. Um, that had to have been like pre-discussed before I, the absolutely. The game. Uh, but yeah, obviously he would. Maybe I, I'm not sure. Maybe the the trainers New Zealander or something like that. Or maybe yeah. Pele's just got rugby fever at the moment. Yeah. Um, living in the UK, so that that was a a, a bit of a, a funny. You know what? I reckon. Just touching on the question of the week this week. Yeah. Another thing I might consider is making them do goal celebrations. Uh, work, work on goal celebrations. Yeah, yeah. So on the training ground, it's it's one of the requirements we need to do. <laughs> Bring back the old school, you know, shine the shoe or yeah. make your little train like the human centipede. <laughs> I, I remember years ago. I think it was. I think it was after the 2006 World Cup when Australia controversially got eliminated by the Italians. There was like a, a funny Nike ad and it was like, you know, secret Italian training session. And it oh, was, yeah, I remember it, this. It was showing them pretending to roll around on the ground yeah. and, and dive for penalties. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something like that, just have drills set up, yeah. go through the motions. It's, it'd be funny, though, they'd do that, score a goal, and then, like, everyone would go down. Yeah. Like, the whole team would get a yellow card. Yeah, it was quite funny. 
Uh, and yeah, then rounding off the, the week, um, Tuesday morning we had Tottenham 3-1 over Aston Villa. Aston Villa managerless this week, but their new manager, Remy Gard, was in the stands to, to have a look. Yep. Um, obviously looking at players that he thinks will have a future at Aston Villa and others there that he probably thinks, oh, they're a bit iffy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, maybe they'll play reserve football from now on. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Spurs seem to be cruising. They got out to, a, you know, they scored two goals. Well, they scored one goal really early. Yeah. Another one on the stroke of half time. Yeah. Um, through Deli Alley, Dembele getting the first goal, which is very rare for Dembele. He yeah. Very rarely gets goals. Um, Harry Kane getting one in injury time, and which he deserved. He he played a really solid game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for Aston Villa, Jordan Ayew in front of his new manager in the stands getting another goal. Yep. Um, so yeah, one of the Jordans at least will still be at Aston Villa <laughs> come next week. Yeah. All right. Well, that rounds out this week. Yep. So we'll have a look at uh, next round, starting with Bournemouth Newcastle. Oh, that could be interesting. Could be. Could be. <laughs> might <laughs> or, not be. Or it might not. Mm. <laughs> Leicester Watford. Yeah, that that will actually be an entertaining game. Both I can see Leicester flying. taking that one though. Uh, Probably coming from behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. Man United, West Brom. West Brom. <laughs> Man United, West Brom. Well, West Brom have that many. They've got, what, Johnny Evans. They've got Darren Fletcher. They won't know what team to pass the ball to. Yeah. Maybe the United players will sort of call them by their nicknames and get them to pass the ball back. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're playing at home, so yep. that's the bogey. That's West the, Brom is your yeah. bogey, really. Yep. Oh. I think this West Brom team might not cause you too many problems. <laughs> uh, even, Nor- even Chelsea beat West Brom this season. <laughs> <laughs> True. Norwich, Swansea. Yeah. Who do you think will take that one? Both teams really struggling at the moment. Norwich, I think, have dropped their last four games. Yeah. Uh, Swansea, I think, have only had one win in their last five. Yeah. I th- I'll go for an upset. I'll go for Norwich at home. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sunderland Southampton. Ooh, battle, battle of the red and white stripes. Battle of the you beat me to a battle of the candy <laughs> stripes. Uh, I think Southampton have too much quality for for Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. Stoke Chelsea. Oh, the the must. Well, Chelsea lost there already last week yep. in the League Cup. So, yep. uh, who knows? Who absolutely knows? <laughs> <laughs> it is the Premier League. It is the Premier League. Aston Villa Man City. Yeah, this could be. A cricket score. Um, I think <laughs> you mean Aston Villa will beat Man City. <laughs> I, I, I think this is one of those games where if you have Manchester City players in your fantasy side, yeah, you captain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Arsenal Spurs. That'd be a good one. Arsenal, yeah, or oh, always a North London derby is always eventful. I remember years ago the big five four game, yeah, which was just a absolute mind. Absolute stuff, mind stuff. <laughs> well, they're both coming off a 3-1 win. Yeah, so. Harry Kane scoring, I think, a double against Arsenal last season. Yep. So well, who who's hosting that game? Uh, Arsenal. Arsenal. I'm going to go with a two-all draw. Yep. Yep. I'm going to go the one-all draw. Oh, okay. So we've had the game draws. <laughs> Liverpool, Crystal Palace. That sees out the week. Yeah. Um, I think Liverpool, the, the Klopp effect... Klopp the Klopp effect, effect is well in now. The high intensity football. High, high octane football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Alright, that about does it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks again for joining us. If you want to get in contact with us, uh, our Twitter handle is... Cynet underscore pod. Or if you want to get in contact with Peterson personally... Oh, hello. Your Twitter handle is... Dear Diary. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Trolleyland. At Trolleyland. And if you want to email us, you can do so at mail at sidenettingpod.com. Yep. Or you can just visit sidenettingpod.com. It's got everything you need. Everything you need. Past episodes, tables, stories, um, slices, dices, (laughs) does all that. Even has star signs. Okay, might not have star signs, but (laughs) it'll come soon. (laughs) And we'll catch you next week. See ya. Bye.